Kohler Homestead. We learn finance, permaculture and prepping. A modern view of the world. Don't forget, freedom is in your hands. Stay safe and vigilant friends. And now your host, Ralph KK. Launch in. 3, 2, 1. Let's go. from the North Pole in the summer today we have a special guest Christine from Norway how are you Christine today I'm fine I'm enjoying this last days of summer tell us about your summer what do you do during the summer um, I don't know for me this summer was pretty boring uh, like I didn't travel anywhere so I just at home at least I have my own garden just to enjoy uh, these last uh, sunny days so I was uh, I was just painting doing some some work in the garden uh, so it was acceptable I guess acceptable why you didn't travel anywhere what was stopping you from traveling um, I could say there are different reasons first like because of the the situation in in general I don't think that um maybe it is not completely safe right now and also like the mood of the people um with the, all of this uh, situation like their mind like the I don't know it's, it's just polluted and everybody's kind of angry kind of sad so like it's just not not that much fun to travel right now yeah, in general, if you are like in Europe, it is not safe to travel. And a, a lot of people, they don't understand how um, delicate the situation is. That um, everything is so tense between the, the, third, the, yeah, the three biggest uh, world powers. Everything is so tense that you use any minute, like a big, big conflict could just break out. And you are like uh, on the beach somewhere, like Spain, Greece, and whatever. And then you see in, in the distance like mushroom clouds going on everywhere. Then uh, what, what are you gonna do? And a lot of people they they just don't think about it. They they just think about about the now, the moment, just to kind of enjoy themselves, go to the to the beach, to eat fish, to sunbathe, whatever. But they don't understand how complicated the situation is right now. Um, you can think of this situation, I suppose, from from two like point of view, from two sides. Like first, like of course, like it it is not not safe, and in, in the long term, it is better to uh, to stay home and think yeah about your own security. Uh, but from other side, we don't know what just the next uh, day will bring to us. So maybe this is our last day. So like it is. Uh, I, I suppose we cannot say for people in general. It is the choice of of every single person. Depends what what your life uh, is for you, like whether you live just one day and enjoy it, and uh, tomorrow you you just um, accept what is coming. 
or uh, or stay secure but uh, maybe maybe uh, like we are not able to travel safely not this year not next year so like you cannot say that this is completely right or wrong so like this could be the last summer of civilization before the apocalypse Exactly. What, what, what is your favorite uh, post-apocalyptic film that you've watched? Hmm. Uh, I need to think about it. I can answer this question maybe, maybe later, <laughs> in the end of this of this podcast. You, you have never watched this film called The Road with uh, with this guy from Lord of the Rings, uh, Virgo something something. He was the king. Do you know this guy mm. from Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there is one film called The Road with this guy, the main character, yeah? So the film is about, uh, so the Earth, there was like a solar flares and the, the solar flares, they destroyed all the, the electronics on, on Earth. And there was like fires and stuff, so complete uh, collapse of civilization. And there was like some people who was left alive and they're like struggling and trying to survive on Earth after civilization. And life, it is like very tough. There is no, nothing left of civilization. So like everybody just like roaming around and and there is no food. And you know what happened? They became cannibals. They are eating each other. You are talking about films and uh, I just remember this uh, new game about the cats. <laughs> like when, when just people, they were just gone from the earth already and there were only robots and these cats on the surface. <laughs> so it's also like interesting that uh, our knowledge, our culture was so, um, almost completely lost after some, uh, some kind of apocalyptic e- event. So like the, the idea of apocalypses is like a present in, in our mind constantly as if we are afraid of it or, or as if we are conscious that it is coming for us. Yeah, yeah. And just recently we we replayed also this game there, the Dead Strandings and at the end it was that extinctions. It, it, extinction, it is opportunity for humanity to find like some inner resources and rebuild our lifestyle. So maybe we have in some kind of, of scenario the same so like we should see it an opportunity to improve us as humans and be more kind to earth and to each other and, and did you follow my advice did you start growing your potatoes i gave this uh, to experts in our family who can do it better than me today it is august 17th of the year 2022 while civilization still exists and I have my crop of potatoes ready. Uh, I grow my my potatoes in containers. So each container is like 50 liters of dirt and I have uh, something like seven, seven to 10, let's say 10 containers of potatoes and my crop, it is ready. And do you know when potatoes are ready? to be harvested. I mean, the plant of potatoes, when is it ready to be harvested, you know? Um, around the beginning of September, no? The last days of August, beginning of September. You can literally plant potatoes the whole year. So, uh, and the growing period is something like uh, three to four months. And the time when you the potatoes are ready to harvest, it is usually when the plant becomes yellow. When you see your potato plant turn yellow, it is the time so the potato plant it is green. So when it turns yellow, it is wilting. So when the potato plant turns yellow, 
you just cut it, then you wait something like uh, five to ten days, and you go take out your potatoes and you get your crop. And I was checking my crop, and I have like huge, big, tasty potatoes to be ready to be harvested. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, with this method, when you put it in uh, in some kind of containers, you put dirt on top each time when the green plant come out, no? Yeah, but the potato plant itself, it, it has like a life cycle, so it cannot grow more than four months, because then it wilts, regardless of if it is co uh, hot or cold or wet, whatever, the potato plant will just wilt, because it reached the, the maximum uh, possibilities in this year's cycle. So it becomes yellow, it wilts, and then the potatoes, they will go into dormancy or you can harvest them. So you were just talking that the plant itself become, uh, becomes yellow, so how can you understand if it's ready or not? Just, it just counts in time? No, the, pl the plant becomes yellow and it just dies. There is no more plant. There is only the tubers in the dirt. Yeah, but but you put dirt each time on top, so you, you don't see the... This is, this is during the growing period. Mm. So you put your potatoes in the dirt, then like uh, one week, two weeks later, the, the green plant starts to come out, yeah? So as it, as it is growing up, you just drop dirt on top and on top of it, dirt, dirt. And like this, you do it for three, four months. And then you just grow, grab your potatoes and eat your potatoes. Okay, and uh, which kind of potatoes do you grow? Sweet, sweet potatoes or usual potatoes? Sweet potatoes, this is a whole other story. It's a whole other plant. Uh, for example, the usual potato, uh, the plant itself, it is poisonous. So if you touch the potato plant, uh, no, you can get like a rash on your skin or depending how much you touch it, the, like the liquid inside the plant, this can be like harmful to you. Like the potato plant itself is very poisonous. And the tubers, if the tubers, they're green, they're also very poisonous. Like there, are, there have been like many cases where people store potatoes in the, in the basement and during winter and sometimes people die because they go down to the to the basement to see the potatoes, they inhale the gases, uh, the gas from the potatoes, and they just die. Really, I never thought about it. I know only about eating green potatoes. So if you eat the green potato, you will get poisoned. And if you store like a big amount of potatoes in the basement and they became green, they will produce a gas and this gas will kill you. There, there has been like many cases about this. Oh my goodness, you're just crazy about the possibility of dying. Like, I think that to die, like, the percentage, like, the possibility to die from the gas of potato, it's zero, zero, zero something, you know? It is actually very common. It's like a very common thing to have a potato poisoning. It's very common. Uh, so usually, the, especially in children, because the, their weight is not so, so much, so children are more uh, likely to get poisoned by potatoes. Okay, I will not check it. Like I just believe you about this. So, what about uh, your your potatoes? You grow both and sweet potato. What what's the name of this scientific name? But the 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 sweet potatoes, uh, the the sweet potatoes, the they are a different uh, plant. They are called sweet potatoes, but they are not potatoes themselves. They, they are used a tuber called sweet potatoes. So the, the the plant of the sweet potato, this is not poisonous. You can you can eat it even you can eat the uh, the young 
the young green growth, the young leaves of the sweet potato. You can eat it, you can cook it. It tastes something like spinach. Did you know this? I just don't like sweet potatoes in general. This is some kind of strange how fruit have vegetable for me. So I just, uh, uh, this flavor is not for me, not my favorite. So. But the sweet potatoes, they are, uh, I would say, like very uh, uh, user-friendly in case of a, in a survival situation because as they are not poisonous, yeah, you can grow it inside your home or in your, ba in your balcony and because it is not poisonous, you can just have this sweet potato plant there just growing and it will give you tubers and you can live from these tubers and they are usually very, very productive. They, they, they can eat or use like a lot of fertilizer. So you put your tubers, you, you just drop dirt on it and you keep feeding it like every two weeks. Give like a bunch of fertilizer and in, in three months you're gonna have a huge sweet potatoes that you can eat. Okay, in case I will be starving during, during apocalypse, I will come for you for your sweet potatoes. In the upcoming apocalypse, which might, might be coming pretty soon. I hope not. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. So, you know, a little bird told me that you are, you are now also a podcaster. Is this true? Did you become a podcaster? And it's such a serious word. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I have, I have my, uh, my podcast. Um, maybe this is not the first job I'm doing, but when I have uh, free time, uh, I decided uh, to share with people some of my tricks, techniques, and uh, in general talk about uh, artists' uh, love st uh, lifestyle. So, like, I decided that maybe it would be interesting for some people. Actually, I've heard your podcast, and this is more about psychology than anything else. Uh, but like you just have to understand like that the artist's mind it is um, not um, uh, not a common thing yeah and uh, also to uh, to stay in some kind of um, this like artistic um, uh, to keep this artistic thinking to be able to create something new you have to use different psychological tricks uh, to be productive So, like, uh, the, uh, because of this, some parts of this podcast, yeah, like, it's really about psychology, uh, which helps me to uh, to keep myself fit, like, about, uh, to, uh, to not to get too much depressed or... <laughs> so, you mean that people who are preparing for the apocalypse, they should listen to your podcast, because this is about self-improvement and uh, self-relaxation. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm not pretending to be some kind of uh, of famous psychologist or, or like expert about psychological things. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just like busy with this, and I know which kind of of stuff, which kind of of techniques they they work for me. And yeah, like for me, first of all, I'm using it uh, in in my creative life. Yeah, when I'm when I'm painting, but also you can use it in uh, in your everyday life just to improve yourself and uh, to make your day more productive in any kind of. You are busy with. I've also heard that you even have a blog. Oh my goodness, you're writing a blog. Um, it's uh, it's kind of uh, the same as my podcast. Just um, I know some people they prefer to read and some people they uh, prefer to listen. 
because like in, in blog there is also the uh, some kind of function button that you can listen to uh, to what you write yeah on the on the page but uh, this is uh, some kind of robotic voice and you listen to this and uh, you don't feel the same way in case you would be listening to a real person so i just decided that uh, it might be more interesting uh, to listen in case I would uh, tell people myself, not just uh, reading the blog or listen in the robotic voice this uh, in this blog, like written blog. So I have my blog in in Medium and Blogger.com. Okay, wh what is your username? Let's let's promote you. What is your username? <laughs> the Northern Muse. Okay, you also have what do you have? You have Instagram. You have YouTube. What else? You have a. Uh, a blogger yeah yeah like in in youtube i'm i'm the northern muse and uh, my blog it is uh, the northern muse art cafe okay so they should people should should search for you as the the northern muse all around instagram youtube and blogger if they want to to learn about psychology self-improvement with uh, from a feminine perspective yeah Like I said, this is not like mostly like uh, I'm also talking about art there. Like each uh, each episode, uh, we are talking about different uh, art pieces. So like uh, it is not completely about psychology. So like, in my own opinion, what I've heard, uh, everything is about uh, psychology and self improvement. Maybe I was not paying attention to the art part. <laughs> uh, the art part. This is the second part. Like you have to listen till the end to to get it. Okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. Okay, so tell me, have you made preparations for the upcoming winter? Because it's going to be a very tough winter, very, very tough. Only the strong will survive in the upcoming winter. Um, I did this. I did it as much as I could, uh, as I could in like reasonable, <laughs> uh, reasonable volume. I would say like not not crazy, not like storing like a lot, but uh, some preparations, yeah, for sure. Like what? Do you buy pasta? About pasta, about rice, I, about uh, beans, uh, also like some extra bags of, of sugar. I'm not really eating sugar, but uh, for cooking, like maybe. Uh, also, like right now we have berry season. Uh, I hope that uh, I will uh, make some jam, maybe. So also to uh, for like autumn. I already collected my berries. I got like uh, like 10 kilograms of uh, black currant. And then I turn it into jam, and I have like uh, another 20 kilograms of jam of black currant. And then I don't know what I'm going to do with all of this. When am I going to eat it? I don't know. I have no idea. It's just like too too much jam, too much berries. You could also like close it, like to uh, to make the the jars clean. And um, uh, there are uh, a lot of videos on, on YouTube about how to to make your you jam in the jars and store it like for one year. So. You can also freeze it. Did you know this? You can freeze your jam, and it's used as fresh. Uh, it's not like really. I don't like frozen berries. When you no no no, uh, f you grab the berries, you make it into jam, and then you freeze the jam already prepared. And supposedly uh, there is no difference after you unfreeze it. There is no difference according to what people say. I haven't tried this. Uh, but for this, like you have to consider that uh, uh, like a lot of empty space in your in your fridge, like you need a lot of uh, empty space for for this to store it. So it's supposed to be more convenient to keep it in the jar somewhere in a cold place in your house. Uh, it depends how much work do you want to do, how much uh, 
um, free time to do this you have because it does take like some effort to to can your jam uh, also like uh, in if, if you like freeze it like you freeze like a big portion you have to consider that you have to take out small portions to not to take out the whole thing because how can you you're gonna eat the whole no, this is why you have like a like small glass containers, and you put your jam in small glass containers, and then you just, you, you just put the containers in the freezer. Can you imagine how much space does it take in your freezer to have such a uh, like huge space there? Uh, I don't. I have like usual fridge. You could, you can you can make like a uh, you could grab like one big uh, compartment and then put in there there are like uh, two levels of uh, your jams. And and the rest like for your for your everyday life like chicken and stuff we are gonna put it. So you take one 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 jar as you are using it every day. I suppose you you just don't know what you're talking about. You're I, I know what I'm talking about for sure. I don't want to argue with you about this, but but the, the it is just well. the the point of view of the masculine mind versus the female mind. In the masculine mind, everything it is possible like this. The female mind, they, they cannot uh, conceive such a construction inside the fridge. So soon, very soon, you have to face the reality, your human mind. Very, very soon. Okay, 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 we'll see about that. So, do you remember which film is your favorite, post-apocalyptic? Mm, yeah, I was thinking maybe, uh, it, maybe it is uh, the, the Blade Runner. It is not completely like uh, like you said, but uh, it was also like uh, after some uh, some cataclysm, not not even cataclysm, like uh, ecological ecological crisis. How you call it? So in in Blade Runner, so it's into the future, something like no, like right now, like the year 2022 or maybe 50 more years. So the earth there was ecological collapse all around, super ecological collapse, and the the third world war it happened so there was like uh, nuclear weapons uh, exploding all around in different places so there was like a winner and a loser and plus the ecological collapse and then uh, so humans the 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 people that survived the they concentrated uh, in in big uh, cities like megapolises and uh, so with the remaining technology they kept uh, um, building what was left and uh, so there is like some kind of post-apocalyptic civilization that kept some technology and they live in big cities and only these small cities because everything outside is just destroyed so you think this is like an option for us um, it's, it's quite possible Wait, maybe it's quite possible, no, not maybe not the same scenario, but uh, but yeah, like this, uh, this sounds reasonable, yeah. That after some kind of, of apocalyptic event, people they have to concentrate and just to survive together. And also, this film is not only about humans; this is about some kind of cyborgs, yeah. So like this, what is uh, the modern te uh, technologies they're moving towards to? So, like this is kind of uh, reasonable. Um. I, su I suppose today or yesterday was in the news like a like a report um, by some organization. So the the they calculated that uh, if there was like a like a third world war, like uh, 
they calculated how much people would possibly die. So they came to the number of five five billion people would die in this war. We are like uh, like seven seven billion people, from seven to eight billion people. So according to this, uh, something like seventy percent of people would die, five billion people, and then the rest would be left uh, to struggle in in something like Blade Runner, yeah. Um, for this, like this is obvious, uh, like. Um Uh, that some kind of, of event like this, maybe not that much thrown, it's supposed to happen just reasonably because the Earth is not able to take that amount of population right now living on the Earth, yeah? So, like, maybe not uh, five, seven billion uh, will be will be just extinct, extincted, <laughs> just <laughs> disappearing. But, he, so here it is, like, the uh, kind of uh, interesting uh, facts and idea that uh, us humans, the there is more population, they become bigger, yeah? So the earth cannot sustain this. So there is much less resources for everybody. Much less resources. So because of this, so people start fighting because there, there are not enough resources. So countries, they start fighting, they create wars, and this is what could create like a, like a world war, which would lead to a massive death of people. And all of this because there are no resources. So countries that are fighting over resources, like uh, food, water, um, nature, trees, all of this stuff, energy. So countries are fighting over resources right now. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, right, uh, right now, like they uh, they just trying to pictures like uh, the governments of the different countries. They they try to picture all this war like some kind of uh, protecting like personal views of people. Yeah, their like attitude there. Uh, they like uh, depends to which country, to which nation they just uh, they think they are. Yeah. Uh, but in general, behind the scenes, what is happening behind the scenes, this is, yeah, like, like you said, this is just the war for the resources. Uh, because we are just not told how bad the situation is. Like, uh, I don't think that each, each one of us, there, we are just checking at least once a year how much resources is left for us, yeah, to live. So, like, but if you check the report, this is like, uh, what were we saying? 30 years, 30 years, like, okay, and then 50 years. According okay. to scientists, the, there will be, like, massive ecological collapse by the year uh, 2032. So, something like 10 years, massive ecological collapse. So, in 10 years, the Earth will not be able to sustain everybody that is here today. But what is funny, if, if you're just looking right now on the map, yeah, for the countries who is fighting, and this is like two kind of wars, yeah, uh, wars like, uh, like Russia, China, uh, Iran, yeah, like India partially, they're like neutral, but like still, yeah, uh, they're like maybe not that much developed country, countries, but with a great amount of the resources. Yeah, this is funny, they're very rich in resources. Yeah. But the other part, it's like uh, Europe, let's say. The whole so Europe, th these, are, these are like post-industrialized nations, which already used all their resources. Yeah, like these are countries with the great, uh, they're like very developed. So post-industrial Technologically, yeah. yeah, technologically developed, but with the resources, they're like very poor. And also people, they're, they're, they're already like forgot, they're not used to like, uh, um, like really hard lifestyle. So like yeah, yeah, like, like the Canadian prepper, he always talks about this, that, uh, that people have become too soft in the West, that they are not uh, used to struggling. And they became too soft, and now um, they are used to soft to survive 
like in real life or in nature. Oh, so like we have like two kind of fronts which are fighting, and uh, these two fronts they just don't want to fight on their own territory, and they found just the the piece of land which be suitable for them just have their business and then decide all the all the problems issues and then just like uh, go their own ways yeah uh, so like but uh, to us it was just uh, told to think like some kind of way just to to grow hate to each other um, but I think that for real this like really like you said that this is just war for the resources because uh, um, just uh, like you can be very developed like uh, to have all these uh, uh, super machines uh, like devices but without resources just basically without food with all this technology you will not survive this technology would not feed you sorry like 3d printer cannot make you eatable hamburger yet but there is box and there is box powder to to make hamburgers Yes, like sorry, like some uh, no, let's say German or, or Swedish guy, he's sitting eating in front of the TV like pieces of of, of of cockroaches, and some guy in Iran he's sitting there and eating piece of some tasty stuff. <laughs> yeah, but like some piece of meat, yeah. Yeah, 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 and laughing on the TV like no, no this is pathetic, right? So like, of, of course you can survive, but we are talking about like acceptable living. Like I don't think that anybody want to live the same lifestyle like like people in Africa. Like for breakfast I have two cockroaches. For the for for dinner I'm gonna have like uh, another bug. Like um, actually some some cultures in the past they they already ate bugs for survival purposes. Usually like uh, in the jungle, uh, uh, like East Asia, Africa, South America, like a lot of tribes they already ate bugs to supplement their diet because. Uh, usually in in wilder conditions it's uh, difficult to get meat to get protein but we are talking about civilization how it is right now like yeah like uh, it, it used to be germans it used to be france which like they they used to live in hard condition there were a bunch of diseases like for example before which couldn't be treated yeah a lot of people they were dying also like all the countries in some specific period and uh, of their history they used to have like uh, parts when they were struggling But the point is that it was very long period of peace and uh, also they had opportunity to grow their, their economy and improve their lifestyles. And right now it's very difficult to come back to something what make them uncomfortable. Like for example, if you're sleeping on an orthopedic bed for 10 years, well, would it be easier for you to go sleep or like, I don't know, on some kind of, uh, uh, of bed in prison, for example? Like yeah, no way. I don't go anywhere without my orthopedic bed and my ortho- orthopedic pillow. So, and you're talking about the guy who was like eating in the restaurant some kind of delicious piece of salmon or like so juicy and uh, an amazing piece of Argentinian steak, for example. And then- uh, but come on, with the with all the science, all the technology, they can uh, create a, a fake meat gro- grown in the laboratory. So you can go eat your uh, your steak with a fake meat. It's like 3D printed with uh, <laughs> molecules, particles, cells grown in the laboratory, 3D printed, and you will eat it and maybe you will not know the difference between uh, something 3D printed or uh, if it is natural or not. You will not know it. Okay, like, uh, to answer to this question, like, also, like, two, two kind of answers, yeah? So, like, first, 
about the amount of population which they ha- which we have right now in Europe and uh, and USA, yeah, like not to say developed countries, like uh, will you be able to print uh, these stakes for for all this amount of people like with acceptable price? No, that's not so cheap, but acceptable price. I don't think so. Yes, it's very cheap to 3D print it actually. And also the the population in Europe and the USA it is declining. It is not growing. So this is the question: Why is the um, the governments and the mainstream media in the West trying to promote this? Because the population is declining and it is very cheap to 3D print the the meat or to feed them box also. So like, what is happening? So now I was saying that this is two two points here. Yeah? So like the second point that I think that only only like uh, it it will be very specific people who will be able to to get it. Like I don't I don't think. What, what do you mean? The 3D print meat? Um, yeah. There is uh, in the USA they call it. Uh, I I don't remember the the name of this, but it's they already sell hamburgers of this of uh, of fake meat grown in the laboratory. They are already mass producing it, and it is beginning. Maybe it is not so advanced in the in the taste, in the flavor, but just give it like five years, they will be able to give you a steak which tastes the same as as a, the steak from a real cow you will not notice the difference in just three five years you will not notice the difference i don't know like maybe i'm just old-fashioned thinking like but would you eat like this plastic food like not like food which is not alive but like i'm telling you you will not notice the difference it will taste exactly the same you will not know what if it is real or not you will not know it but the point is that this is good for your body or not? Like uh, it will probably just uh, just make your life very shortly. You, you think that I know that Earth is just like a living organism, you know? Like everything is connected. You cannot just cheat the system. Uh, I just don't think so. Usually at the beginning when you create new technologies, usually there is something bad about it. So we don't know if this... Uh, Meat grown in the laboratory, it will it is okay at the beginning. We don't know, probably not, but we don't know. Usually, something new. Usually, at the beginning, it's not so good or so healthy. Okay, what I say that okay, we will leave Americans to taste this and then tell us. <laughs> I'm not gonna try it myself. Yeah, yeah, we will, we will just go to live there in uh, in Iran in the mountains. There have our goats. We will eat uh, our goat's milk, our goat cheese. We will also grow our uh, crop of uh, wheat. We will make our own bread, and then also like uh, like the native people once a year, we we slaughter like a goat and have some meat. Uh, I don't know, not not Iran. Like the language there is is too crazy. Uh, <laughs> I've tried to learn it and nope. Uh, what do you mean? Is this is uh, the Persian culture. This is previous Mesopotamia, uh, the the cradle of civilization. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about only about the language. This is great country. This is why, this is why the cradle of civilization, this is why complex language, complex cultures, complex civilization. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Like the history, like very interesting. I, I don't have anything to say against this. Okay. So we're running out of time. Do you have any final thoughts or comments for the audience? Hmm. So, like, we were talking about uh, my my psychological, yeah, like, podcast. So, like, uh, maybe I would give you some tips in this podcast also you're for, your, tips, tips. Uh, for your well, well-being during these very <coughs> difficult times. Uh, like, first, I think, um, like, you know that uh, technically... Uh, 
like uh, we can keep only one thought like uh, in our in our mind per time yeah we cannot think about like single uh, uh, about multiple stuff at the same time so like uh, this takes us uh, to the point that you have to be concentrated on something positive when you're like really struggling mm-hmm. just try to replace uh, bad thoughts with the with the, some kind of positive thoughts like some kind of productive stuff which help you uh, to go through a difficult period in your life like if you are struggling of hunger try to concentrate on something else mm-hmm. if you are struggling of, of depression also try to concentrate uh, uh, on traveling for example like on like a different stuff so you mean if i want to have money i should think about money to attract the money to me yeah is this what you're saying Uh, this was not what I was talking about. This is this is different. This called like visualization. How like some different es- es- esoteric um, people say like we are not talking about this thing. We're just talking about to to keep your your mind healthy. So like to to not to to fall into great depression in your in your mind. And for this, you have to learn this technique uh, to replace thoughts uh, using the knowledge that you you can technically think only about one thing at a time. So this was the first point. And second, to not to uh, get uh, depressed, you have to keep yourself all the time busy because only busy, busy person it is a happy person. Usually bad thoughts, they come to us when our mind is free and have uh, have just space to do their like, bad business, just to think about, like uh, to be polluted with uh, some bad information. Like, uh, be busy with uh, something all the time. So keep yourself busy, keep yourself healthy, keep yourself young, and everything will be okay. Yeah, I, I would say eat uh, eat healthy food, but like. <laughs> yeah, guys, guys, don't eat bugs. Don't go to the garden and find some crickets and eat. Don't eat the bugs in the garden, okay, guys? This is bad. <laughs> I was talking about these plastic hamburgers, but okay, like. But also, don't don't go to the toy store and buy some plastic hamburgers and try to eat it. Okay, this is bad. Don't eat the plastic hamburgers. <laughs> Even if it smells nice, don't eat it. <laughs> yeah, don't eat it. If it smells like some nice perfume, whatever, don't eat the plastic hamburgers. Okay, guys? Yeah, so funny. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> okay, like, I suppose we have to finish because it's, it's turned into some kind of nonsense already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, check my Instagram, my YouTube. I have gardening stuff. I have pictures of my potatoes, of my potato plants, how I'm harvesting them. And on YouTube, I have like gardening videos, the Polar Homestead, just search for it and everything will be peachy. Easy, easy peachy. Easy peachy, yo guys. Okay. Okay, say, say bye to the audience. Goodbye audience, good luck to you, stay safe, healthy and uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. Stay good. What Bye. else? Come on, you, you, you catch phrase, crash, catch phrase. Yeah. You have to say, come on, guy. <laughs> come say your catch phrase. The audience is waiting for you. No, stop it. <laughs> stop it, I don't want. Okay, okay. Okay, vaya con Dios, people. Bye.
Some fries and I, 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 I